Hey guys, David McElwain here with Shoshone Hunt Stories. This is where we give you the tips, the tactics, also lets you get an inside look of what it is like to go to these outfitters on these hunts before you actually go. All right guys, so we're here in Argentina. We've had a phenomenal week of hunting and we wanted to sit down and talk with everybody about it, give everybody the expectations of what this place has to offer before they actually get here. I think I can speak for everybody here, and I've kind of followed a bunch of people around filming this week, but I feel like it's been a pretty phenomenal week for everybody. The first afternoon, we got very, very close to killing one that day. So, Jay, what was your, what's your experience here? Yeah, it, um, and I think everybody uh, will agree that it exceeded expectations, uh, but, but also it's as advertised, but if not, it's actually a little bit better. I would say the accommodations are better than I was anticipating. The food is better than I was anticipating, and the hunting is better than I anticipated. As a, uh, you know, a history of being 100% success on um, red stags, and now I see why uh, they, they report and I don't know, you know, we don't have any way to verify it, but apparently they have, um, what was the population they said here? Over 5,000? 5,000 5, stags on the 37,000 acres, uh, over 1,000 males, and they harvest about 150 a year. So they really don't harvest that many. Um, the thing that I didn't realize was that some of the other game was free range. Like This, this is like going to Africa almost because there's, uh, you know, eight, nine species you can harvest. We've got here with us two of our clients that came with us, Mark Pickering and Josh Kirkland. And Josh is a straight killer and has harvested 10 animals, Josh? I think it's nine. Nine? Well, nine right now. Maybe 10 by the end. could be 10 all this afternoon. That's we'll right. see how this afternoon goes. Tell, run down the list for us. So I've got the buffalo, the water buffalo. Water buffalo. Was a, which was a 103, 103 inch, 103 and 7 8 giant water buffalo. I got the uh, mouflon. Okay. Two of those. Two, two, two mouflons. I got an axis deer, a fallow deer. What's the sheep? You got a got Texas doll. A Texas doll sheep. And the four horn. And then a four horn sheep yeah. that kind of looks like a devil. Yeah. Black buck. A black buck, <laughs> which, I mean, I just, in a couple of different areas, we've seen so many black buck. I just couldn't even believe it i was like they're running around they're everywhere yeah. yeah it just they're like kind of a little more localized and then uh i killed my first red stag yesterday morning yeah and then we went back hunting this morning um and just killed a giant red stag this morning i mean just i saw 19 red stag shooters this morning unbelievable one of which uh just had his whole left main beam broke off uh so i guess you'd really say 18 but then just kind of picked and shot. I actually shot number 12 and then saw six more after that one, you know, had a big palm uh, on both of his crowns, I guess you would say. Um, it's just a beautiful animal. But, um, and had I not shot one before I saw him, I would have shot him for sure. Yeah. 3879, 381. 380, 381 and three quarters. 381 and three quarters. Unbelievable. And this is free range. It's free range, but it's just going free, free range. That's what a lot of people. They, they do have, they do have uh, some in-fence area, but um, no, both of you yeah. know, my red stags were free range. Yeah, so everything but so you could hunt free range the red stag, the mouflon, the black buck, the axe, the deer, the the water buffalo are technically not free range, but they're in a twenty-five square kilometer 
area. Right. So it's it's a huge, huge area. So it's not it's not free range, but at the same time, it, it, it is uh, challenging. Well, it is. I mean, even um, even some of the other animals that are inside of a fence area, uh, yeah. You know, there's so many acres that are fenced in. Yeah. Until it's still it's hunting. It's you're you're still hunting. It's hunting. Yeah. That that was cool. And and Mark, you uh, you had the distinction. Both of y'all got two red stags each. But you have the distinction of being the only person who was able to harvest one with a bow. So tell us about that. Well, it was an afternoon hunt over a water hole and had two come in. One was a management and one was just a younger one. And I decided to take the management. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And then the next morning you got your your trophy red sack. You got a 24 point. 24 point. Whoa. 330. So I think we, uh, what we had, I guess the four of us and Marshall's not here, but four of us and our four Arkansas buddies that we've made here, we made new friends here, which have been nice. Uh, everybody got at least one stag. Y'all both got two and they range from three thirty to four Oh seven, all free range. Yep. That's crazy. I did think the bow hunting, you know, David, you said, what was my thought that you know, Mark and I both tried to bow hunt and I really wanted to get one with the red stag and that first afternoon. You and I, I, unfortunately, you know, you, you picked the wrong horse to, to go with all week. You should have gone with Josh, and we'd have had a lot more Wait, stuff. What can I say? <laughs> uh, but we got some good, had good encounters and good footage. But, it, you know, Mark, my takeaway is that the bow hunting here is is a lot harder. It's been a, it's tough. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Now, now when they're near the roar, I bet you it's going to be easier because they said it's a lot easier. Right. To hunt in the roar because you know you stop listen for a roar pick out what you think is the biggest and then you go to it right. and you're able to slip up on the animal because the he's wind. constantly oh talking all the whole time he won't yeah. answer you he won't come to you yeah but he's constantly but talking the whole time that you can slip up to him uh the problem we had this week is we have had a terrible wind it's been north south east and west and all in the same hunt and, and they get your wind game over yeah i mean you're You'll be lucky to get him with a rifle. Yeah. It seemed like we either needed, so that first afternoon, it was windier, and it was wet, and we were able to make a good stalk, get within 40 yards, and I, you know, drew too early. And then the second afternoon, drew too late. Um, so anyway, we, we, we gave up on that and went with a rifle so we could get one. We had good encounters. But it seems like you either need that windy, wet to stalk, right. or you probably need it hot and dry and sit in the water hole. Or you wait and go deer in the rut. Or deer I think the if you go deer in the rut, you've got a lot better chance of success with the bow. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that would be my opinion. Yeah. But the biggest thing I would say is that, um, you know, don't be impatient. Um, I didn't see any shooter red stags for the first couple of days. We were on other species you know, yeah. for the most part. Um, but then this morning just, and yesterday saw several, but then this morning just, just different kind of areas. And, and bring your shooting sticks. Yeah, bring your shooting sticks. Bring Absolutely. your shooting sticks. Bring whatever you do. Bring your snake chaps. David is the snake master. We've seen four more. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna need your snake, your snake gators, and um, and sharpen up on your Spanish. And sharpen up on your Spanish because <laughs> yeah, there's only only one uh, one person who speaks English. So, yeah. um, but that's neat awesome. too. Great people. Oh, they they're super We're good people. Accommodating. Oh, food's been phenomenal. Food, all the beer that. <laughs> anybody would want that's right that's right schneider the schneider, schneider. beer a new beer yeah would you bring your own rifle next time or would you uh, that's a point so uh i would definitely encourage people to bring their own rifle those are fine but you know fine, but it, it, they're just it different you and you're 
you're going to be walking literally five or six miles every morning, every evening. And you want to be familiar with your rock on the juice shoot. Heavier gun than you probably have at home. And yep. the trigger's not going to make, probably match your trigger. The gun I had. have as good optics. The gun I had was a little odd. You know, yeah. here are the safeties you pull back instead of push forward. And I was shooting the 300 wind mag, but you also had to cock it by pushing the trigger forward. Now, obviously, I figured out how to use it because I've had a very successful week. I can get it all the way. You, you, need, you need to take it home with you. Sell it to me. That's right. Sell it to me. See if I can add it into other packages. That's deal. right. That's right. But uh, The Kirkland package. And it is. I, I would would you prefer right. to have your rifle? I would prefer to have my rifle. Me too. 100%. I, yeah, Absolutely. I would too. The, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Is also, um, I anticipated that we were going to do an you know, a lot more safari style hunting, riding around in the truck, you know, get out. But there's a lot more calories. You will burn calories. You will burn calories. You can eat all you want. You can drink all you want. That's right. Yeah, you better make sure you bring some good walking boots. And and, and probably need to get some spark and some drip drunk. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And what we've been, everybody's been doing pretty much four to four to ten miles a day, probably walking. Yeah, Yeah, I've done 13 one day. Yeah, the uh you know it's been a little warm for us here this week but i think that the climate you know it's so you know all of us are from the south and so you know even 80 degrees here you know you sit in the shade like we are right now yeah, it feels good in the show beautiful beautiful another thing i would say is that uh that they do laundry for you every day yeah and so you don't need to bring seven changes of clothes exactly if you brought three maybe four you've got plenty of clothes because they're going to do the laundry for you every day um which is phenomenal no that is not it, it would lighten your load a lot i mean i brought enough luggage in case i got hung for two weeks and yeah i even used a third of it yeah you may want to put your initials on your fine <laughs> that's right <laughs> somebody might claim your pants yeah. <laughs> well for the price it is too oh my i feel like this was a for value i don't think there's a place in this world that will beat it yeah. no i really yeah. don't no, the, the quality with the price yeah no you can't you you cannot be travel expensive to get here but but once you're here, oh, it's way exceeded expectation. And it really is comparable to me to go into Africa. That's what I loved about Africa is that, you know, when you're there, the hunt is never over. And here, there's always, always something, something to shoot. Forward. That's right. Always exactly. to go shoot something else. But the, and I would say the water buffalo, I love that water buffalo. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, mean, I, I spectated and I enjoyed it. I mean, it's like turkey hunting in South Georgia with your buddy. That's right. And it, it was just it's a sport. It was just they Remember a 2,000-pound water buffalo throws his head up and looks at you? It's kind of intimidating. <laughs> I mean, it, it was every bit as sporty as a king. We had about 20 of them. Yeah, 20 of them with Dennis. Yeah, you just got to make sure you can outrun all the other guys with you. That's right. So that's your good. You're good. Well, they were all looking Shoot at the 375, trust me. That's right. Shoot the 375. <laughs> yeah, that when, uh, after we shot that one this morning, and they were all looking at us, that was the first thing that went through my head was, I ain't got enough bullets for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was backing you up with a with seven mag. Oh, yeah. Four, so. That's right. You shoot them twice. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be okay for four shots. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This is a great alternative to a, 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 you know, a mule deer hunt or an elk hunt. It's I thought this was going to be a lot more like elk hunting. You know, I, I thought it was going to be a little more where you could call them to you. Uh, but it is true. It, it's really, it's for bow hunting or even rifle hunting. It's really like spot and stalk mule deer hunting, right. but for something that looks like an elk. Right. That, that was kind of my right. takeaway, you know. But they have a good nose. They have yes. a good nose. If they smell you, 
you're not going to get him. And, <laughs> and they are so, they're a lot more wary than I thought they'd be. I mean, they pick you up and they are gone. The white buck are even worse than that. Right. I mean, and the, and the axis. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The axes are like ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the so big ones are really hard to get. Yeah, they are. I mean, it, it, it's challenging. It, it was, uh, I guess I was the last one to get my stag. Um, you got a good one? Yeah, I got a good one. Happy with him. Happy with him. It was beautiful. And the experience, The um, I think my favorite hunt, though, was that afternoon you and I had. You know, we had the, the we, well, first the three of us saw that giant one riding in, and then we jumped those three on the road. Dave and I sat at the water hole. They came by us and, of course, didn't come into the water hole. And then we went up to the top field, and there were two giants and several other good ones. And Matt uh, from Arkansas wound up, I wasn't ready to shoot the rifle yet. In hindsight, I should have yeah, shot the rifle. I should have shot a bigger one. But that's fine. And so Matt shot it, and then, you know, we almost had, uh, you know, we had another one that, that started running toward us and got within 60 yards. And, you know, unfortunately, he turned, uh, and we didn't get the shot. But that that that's actually that hunt. You know, we didn't harvest one that afternoon, but that was my favorite, favorite hunt. Yeah, that was that it's was. It's not all about the kill. You're right, but it's nice to take something. It is nice to take something <laughs> home, but that is you're gonna take something home that you'll be proud of. Yeah, and hunting with David and you know getting it all on video that's kind of a new experience for me. And I mean that that's as much of a trophy as anything, just getting that footage. Yeah, honestly, and that's kind of what I enjoy the most. I mean, I'll, of course, I would love to shoot one too, but at the same time, though, get one this afternoon. You, you yes, get sir. that. You get to take that piece home, and it's like. Yeah, you, to, you live that forever. Yeah, so and it, and it's the only thing you're ever going to remember are these memories you make. Yeah, that's right. About the money, the houses, the cars. You remember these hunts. That's right. That's right. And, and it's funny how you're sitting around the fire at 80 years, 80 years old. You're going to talk to your buddies about the time you went to Argentina. That well, which is funny that uh, that plays out. Shoshone's theme song is going to be uh, "Where Rainbows Never Die" by um, Chris Stapleton. And it's, that's what it talks about. I'm an old man now, can't do nothing, but in my day, I sure was something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm making memories. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I didn't anticipate we were going to make such good new friends, too. That was awesome. Everyone here. Yeah. I think they're wanting to go to Africa. She I, I am. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, I never thought that I'd be sitting in Argentina, honestly. I never thought so. Yeah. Like I've, I've filmed a lot. And, and that was almost everyone I ever talked to, it always, almost pushed me away from Argentina. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they did. I mean, me, when I first started talking to Fishman about it, he was like, well, we need to go to you know, New Zealand. Everybody says we need to go to New Zealand. And, uh, I can yeah. promise you, I'd much rather come here. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, the, I've never been to New Zealand, but the photo is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's not free range. That's you don't right. kill this quality free range in New Zealand. Yeah. You don't. They're yeah. high fence. Yeah. And that's fine if somebody wants to do that. That's right. It's just not me. It's just more expensive and, yeah. and, and, and it's way more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and so many more options of other things to happen right. here too. Right. So it's uh yeah, I'd encourage everybody to come do it. It's yeah. a, it's a it's wonderful. And to be able to come hunt in March, exactly. you know, I've kinda gotten out of fishing. That's right. And so this is south of the south of the equator hunting. Right. Oh, awesome. I love it. I'm in. We get home, we get turkey hunt. That's right. They're getting last good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we get home. I get to go to work. You got to get enough money. Turkey, turkey's going to leave. Had to be put on hold for a few weeks. <laughs> so one more afternoon. Yep. One, what's your hopes? Well, I hope we can get you a, a stag, and I hope we can get Mark an axis, and I hope we can get me a mouflon. Well, I'd rather get him a stag. A stag me too. Oh, man, me too. He's worked hard. He sure has. 
Sure well, it's been right with me. If you're right with me, <laughs> you damn right. Yeah, dude. He's probably going after a wild goat, but we can definitely put him on actions real quick. You know what I mean? Maybe even run around and get a stag, too. You know? Yeah. Probably even get a black buck haul in the same little I, I know. Point. Yeah, you, you kill about three three things every time you go out. We can make it happen. I, I know. He's got to go to hustle. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. was so funny because we got out of the truck. We're going after the stag, and like three seconds later, we heard a shot, and we're like, that's Josh. Gotta be Josh. That's Josh. We had just oh, left him. Yeah. 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 There he is. And sure enough, right? He has definitely got the lucky rabbit foot. I've been hot this week. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. I'm going to try to keep it rolling this evening. Do it. So, if you had to tell people like what to expect before they came here, like the living accommodations, everything, what would you tell them? Well, one thing that, uh, that people do need to know is that the, the places are they're not air conditioned. But the climate is so mild here. We've had super warm weather, highs in the 80s. They got ceiling fans. You open your windows, and it's been super comfortable. Now, David, you haven't had. You've been in the one room you without put me in, in the in the bunkhouse out back. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a videographer, and they're not they're not uh, getting receiving funds. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like put him in the jail cell. Yeah, and he put him in the jail cell. The worst accommodations we have here. You go. That's right. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Next time you'll learn to paint. I like it that I think they had an empty room and they still put. Oh yeah. Don't be your own. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and the other thing I would tell people is that um, you know I'd seen the photos of the accommodations. But they are they are much nicer than than I actually thought mm. they were. They're very clean. They, they clean your room for you every, every day. Yeah, twice twice, twice a day after the day. Right. They clean it too. They make your bed and they're back for you. You're right. So I, I would say that that the accommodations are, are much nicer than I thought. And I love the lunch. Yes, hot shower. Very good. The hunts um, as far as dates. Oh, that's right. That's right. So everybody wants to hunt the roar. And it's good. I mean, again, like we were talking, um, the roar, uh, I think it's going to be really good for a bow hunt. If you yes. want to kill one with a bow, I think that's when you're going to have to do it. If you want to kill a kill one, larger stags. Um, first two weeks in March. First two weeks in March, you know, food source. And, yeah. Uh, and spot and stalk and, yep. and a lot of mileage on the feet. Yeah. And you can find them. And like you said, if you look back at the photos, and, and our guides told us this too, that they, you know, frankly, the sizes get smaller. As the season goes well, on. Well, naturally, that, I mean, because the birds are dead. The big ones are dead. big ones are dead. Yeah. You know, Irene told me that before we came. I was a little worried. You know, I thought I knew we'd be early. And they did say that normally they would be roaring more, but it's just so hot. And that's what she said. You get the pick of the litter. So you come early. So, I mean, I, I've been very happy with the pick of the litter we've got. Heck, yeah. And we, when you post a picture of what's been taken this week, it's ridiculous. It'll sell it soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You'll you have a lot of people ringing. The, the, the phone will ring off the hook. Yeah. And do we have any that are under 20 points? No, no I don't think there's one under 330. 30 to 407. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's impressive. Stupid. For a week. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and, then, and it's in the opportunities that were endless that we didn't take. Better still. And, and there are some people who, you know, Passed on larger stags and ended up. I mean, for instance, Jay, yourself, you passed on larger stags several times with a bow versus you could have used a rifle. I could have used a rifle, yeah. Right. Well, the only one that I really that was larger was uh, was Matt's. <laughs> I, you know, and, and it was mine to shoot, and I let him shoot it because I was still trying to get one with the bow. Do we have a little killer for Morphe here? Let, well, no, 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 no. He's happy. I, I, I'm happy for Matt. Right, right. No, it was great We're, because because we got the best of both worlds. We got it on video. And then I almost, karma almost paid me off and let me shoot that one with the bow. Um, but it was, it was great. It's a, and the other thing that's surprising to me is that it is hard to judge them in the woods. You know, you don't, you don't get a lot of time. I thought you'd have more 
Nah, if he don't look impressive in the scope, that's right. You probably not just don't. Well, when I killed this morning, I mean, looked very impressive in the scope, but he didn't look as impressive as he did when I got up there to him. Really? Well, when I got up there to him, but that's exactly my thing. Whenever you don't have to count points, yep. He's so a I, I, I didn't right. have to do it when I picked the scope up and, and mass shoot mass. Marshall will never be wrong. Marshall Beckett, one point. To be thinking of a siesta. We're doing a podcast, Marshall. Marshall Beckett is joining us. We doing this live? No, it's all right now. Well, it's not streaming. Yeah, since we go out and edit, you know, edit out any comments that we need to. Sure. Wait, wait. What do you think? Pretty awesome. A lot of walking. If you do the work, then it'll it'll definitely happen for you. That's what I would say. I loved it. Yeah, I loved your guy. Yeah, he's interesting. He likes to say shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he also, uh, I think I only talked to him about twice. Now every morning he gives me a hug. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, loving. He was definitely loving. Uh, the first couple of days, uh, the language barrier is pretty intense. So I would strongly recommend a Google app. Oh yeah, I translate better. It's definitely helpful. I didn't have that the first couple of days, and uh, the uh, language barrier is pretty massive. But after that, everything's good. Would you bring your old rifle, or would you? Just use theirs. I would use theirs again, um, but I would probably test out a few on the range first and see what you like best instead of just grabbing one and going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would everybody, would you come back? Yeah. I would take my son back here. Absolutely. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I hope to do one day is bring my boys back and just you know tag along with them. And, yep. Dude, just like uh, Katie's dad. That's 100%. I told him he, he's one dad of the week. That's, <laughs> I agree with that 100%. 100%. That's yeah. what I'll do with mine. Yeah, we're referring to another um, father and daughter. He brought his 19-year-old daughter, and he's been uh, hunting with her, and she got her stag and got her a black buck. And, and both trucks. She's just a sweetheart. Yeah, really nice as can be. And She's a freshman at Creighton. Yep. And just, you know, dad of the week by far, you know, bringing his daughter down here and spending that time with her. He's got three daughters, and. Yeah, just super good guys. Super good. We're out this afternoon and just they're taking pictures this afternoon. Pictures. Checking things out. Yeah, you know, the other thing I was a little worried about when we got here is that this is their busiest week. And so I guess there were actually eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve hunters here. And I was a little worried about that, but it really has not normally been, they have six. They normally have six. Um you know, six, you have six, yeah, six to eight at most, but it really hadn't been an issue. Everybody's gotten stacked. They accommodated for sure. Yes. They worked around it. Yeah. They yeah. Made it happen. Made it happen. And they it's worked their tail off for it. Yeah. And everybody's been successful. Everybody's had great hunts. And so that's. I haven't heard a bad, no, no vibe from anybody. No. And that's, that's, uh, I guess, 37,000 acres. You can, you can, you can do that. I would say probably the biggest thing on this first a deer hunt is just be willing and ready to walk. Yeah. 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 You're going to do a lot of yeah. walking. I bet we Good probably walk about seven to eight miles a day. Yeah. I know the one the one day I walked thirteen or fourteen miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Chula, he 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 likes to walk. But if you're gonna kill a lot of species, you better be willing that's to right. dirt. Well, that's good. If you go home and look a couple pounds lighter than that, I'm, I'm happy about that. I hope I am. I'm putting some groceries back trying to accommodate the mileage. Yeah, that's right. I sent pictures home yesterday, and my wife and son go, "Dad, you look skinny." I must uh, did you uh, edit the photography before you sent it to him? <laughs> yeah. But overall, no, it's been great. I would do it again. Uh love to bring my son. And um you know, it's uh it's you know, it's wild here and uh you're gonna see things you've never seen before and um 
just understand too, uh, civilization from here is a long way away. It's a long way. Long, long way away. Get your global rescue. And uh, the other thing, uh, there's an option for the charter flight from directly to the property. There's an airstrip. Uh, get that. Uh, it makes for uh, a long day when you take the charter flight from that uh, airport. Yeah, to Buenos Aires to Santa Rosa, and then. They claimed it was an hour drive, and it was every bit of time. It was an hour on the dirt road. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's every bit of two east. Every bit of two. So yeah, take that charter flight, and um, and you well worth mentioned the insurance while ago that uh, is that a geo that global rescue yeah getting us one. Yeah. And so it's very very economical. I think that I paid for mine in Pickerins. He's my business partner. His was like forty two dollars, and I think mine was like thirty four or something. Yeah, yeah. I think mine was that's a million for a week. I'm fifty seven. That's right. And when the one I'm talking about is is the, the six hundred dollar a year policy that they, they come if you get hurt, they come and get you. Yes, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm talking about that. Back back get you one. Yep. Yeah. It covers you for the year. Anywhere yeah. in the world. The one I'm referring to, uh, Marshall turned this on too, and it's yeah. um, it's a million dollar policy for we get it for the week. It's for the, the hunt date. You just put in the hunt date, the hunt yeah. date, and how much was it, like forty dollars? Yeah, his was forty two. Forty two. But now you can't be older than that. Yeah, get the insurance. Yeah, mine was thirty something. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to have that just in addition. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because absolutely. You know, it, it's to accommodate you know a, a severe issue. Yeah, yeah. But I would say bring the right boots, bring the right gear, be ready to walk, be ready to work. Um, but I mean, I think we've all shared that once you do the work, yeah, it'd be something good. It's going to percent. Yeah, if you don't get one here, it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I guess we'll keep y'all updated of how how this afternoon goes. But uh, it's looking pretty good. Got a few more spaces to get. But until then, we will catch you guys on the next one. All right, guys. Well, there's your hunt story of the week. I want to say thank you for listening along. But if you want to hear more about these hunts. You can book a consultation online and talk to one of our guys. But we also have a weekly newsletter that comes out with the Shoshone featured hunts, but then also the cancellation hunts, if there is any, they will be on that newsletter. So once again, I want to say thank you for listening, and I will catch you on the next hunt story. Hunt story.